Welcome back to Don't Cut a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. <laughs> Today we're reading The Stone Sky by N.K. Jemisin. Uh, it's, we're, we're halfway through, mm-hmm. so a little bit farther than normal. Um, this is also book three of the trilogy. So, fair warning if you haven't read the first two. But we got to get warmed up. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have a warm-up today that's... I, I actually don't have a good format for it. Um, I just want to tell you about something. Oh, okay. So I live, as everyone knows, long-time listeners will know, I live in Arizona, Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, and this weekend has been the Tucson Festival of Books, actually. What? That's right. The world famous and Tucson Festival of Books is this weekend. You say that? You say that joking, I assume. Partially, sure. Yeah. And I I would have agreed with you. Uh-huh. But I went to it. Okay. And it's actually like very big. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like quite broad because it's just like books in general, right? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, there's okay. like it's not like it's not genre specific or anything. Yeah. It's not like desert books. But it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's not desert books. Um, it's pretty packed here, actually. And give there's me, some talks that give, I've been going to. Whoa. Okay. Did you meet Brando? Did, was Brando there? I didn't meet I didn't meet Brando. Mm. Uh, Br- <laughs> Tucson's having a bit of a tiff with Brando. Um, that's not true, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, don't, please don't be spreading rumors, Luke. Come on. That's not correct. Don't believe that. Um, I didn't meet Brando, but we did, we did see some fantasy authors here, went to a couple talks. Um, one of them is, uh, Stephen King's son, who's apparently an author. He is. And I've heard very good things about him actually. Right. Right. Um, so I, I don't necessarily have a a like point to make about this, mm. um, but I haven't really been, despite having a podcast about books, I haven't really been to like a convention or something like this. Um, pretty neat, I gotta say. This is not something I'd ever even considered as a thing to happen in the world i don't know why i don't know why i would never consider this as a thing that would happen because of course it's a thing that would happen uh this sounds great actually now i'm gonna have to find out if right. there's a convention happening near me somewhere yeah i think that so so i of course focused on the fantasy stuff of course um and just like a like like an academic conference like you can't go to that many talks or you'll get burnt out so i actually only went to like two who, um, now I'm curious. What? How did you make the choice? How did you choose? So I've obviously filtered by fantasy, of course. Um, and some of the titles weren't particularly informative. I will say. Mm, okay. Okay. So I I picked and and also I think that the the it's a little bit more oriented towards like writing, like aspiring like people, authors. Yeah, I. I'm assuming not that like not actually that high of a proportion of 
people that were like attending the talks are actually writing or anything. Yeah. But that was kind of the vibe. So like mm-hmm. a lot of the talks are like uh, one of the ones that I went to was like world building. Of course. For example. Yeah. Got to have that. Wait, and you didn't meet Brando at the talk? I know. I know. Outrageous. I'm sure he was giving it, right? (laughs) You would think. Um, The other one that I was going to go to, but uh, (laughs) misread the time, so went to the one after. Um, Classic. Was going to be be character creation. Ooh. uh, Which would have been fun. Um, Instead, I went to one that was very very nondescriptively named but was also pretty good um i don't know i again i don't know i don't know what i'm necessarily saying but uh if you haven't been to one of these check it out Mm. luke do we need to get business cards is this a situation where you should have been handing out business cards like ooh, this hey come on the pot to the to the authors you mean yeah like is joe abercrombie there and you could have been like hey joe come on the pod you just finished your book. Great work. Great work, Joe. Come on the pod. It was pretty good, Joe. Uh, I've got some notes that I think you would love to hear. Yeah, Come on the pod. We're a little depressed yeah. by it. If you could if you could punch it up a little bit. If you could just cheer it up a little bit. Give us a rainbow at the end, Joe. How about you give us a rainbow instead? <laughs> these are the, these are the kind of things that only only our feedback can give. Um Right. Right. I I do think that this is a good this is good ground for us. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Of going to these uh, and giving out business cards. Yeah, I think for sure. Not only to authors, but just to people in general. We should get a booth, actually. Ooh, are we getting a booth? Hold on. Luke and, Luke and Dan's booth at all of the conventions. It's where we just... <laughs> the, booth, the booth is just where we provide un, unsolicited criticism of your book. Where we're just like... <laughs> Hey, how come you did this weird description thing in your book? This is weird. Let's talk about that for 30 minutes. <laughs> it's a good booth. Everyone loves it. Everybody loves yeah. it. It's their favorite booth. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, Luke, I think that could be fun. I think we could do I, We could totally run a booth at one of these things. I agree. <laughs> be I great. agree. Um, yeah. That's kind of all that I have on it. Um, but yeah. Okay. I'm into it. I get out in the world more, folks. That's the message here. Turn off the pod. Well, don't turn off the pod just yet. But after we're done, turn off the pod, put your phone down, go meet some people. You know, go to a book convention. (laughs) Go to a park and scream about the First Law trilogy. I don't know. Yeah, just scream. I think that's usually good. Go give a talk. Go give a talk about books to someone. (laughs) I think we're all qualified. For sure. All of you, all of you listeners, I think are also qualified. Um, Okay. All right. Well, we're just a couple of dumb nerds. And speaking of being a couple of dumb nerds, let's talk about this book. Okay. Let's talk about the book. Uh, The Stone Sky, we have stopped at chapter nine, which is about halfway through. And I don't know. How do do you want to get started? Let's just quick, let's do a quick summary here because I feel like we get thrown right into it and it's a little bit jarring. So, Mm -hmm. right. um, Essen is with this calm who used to live in the geode, but then they got attacked by this other group. Essen essentially destroyed the geode in order to save them all from this thing. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh, I guess we should back up even further. Alabaster, the super powerful Ten Ringer, caused a rift and resulted in a fifth season where he just like destroyed all the cities on the equator. He just like tore open the earth at the equator and started a fifth season. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a fifth season going on. Um, Essen has like Hoa is her stone eater friend, kind of. Mm-hmm. They have some kind of magic powers. We still don't quite know what the deal is with the Stone Eaters, and we're kind of, it seems like, figuring that out. Um, and then, what what is her daughter's name? Nassen? Nassen. Nassen is, like, in Antarctica, or in the Antarctic region. The book opens with, like, the aftermath of her stabbing her dad with one of these obelisk swords, and turning him into a jumble of jewels. Turning right. Jija into a jumble of jewels, you could say. Um, Great alliteration. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. She also has a Stone Eater buddy named Steel. And mm-hmm. a Guardian. Not quite as good of buddies, though. Yeah, they don't seem as cool. As, like, um, a tight, I guess. Um, and her Guardian, Shafa. Right? Shafa? Yes. And Shafa used to be Essen's guardian. Yes. But has undergone somewhat of a transformation, particularly, and I remember the moment too, he like almost drowns. He like mostly dies, but a part Mm -hmm. of him like holds on to life and he survives. And now he is transformed a little bit. Right. There's, there's something that happened with his, um, I forget what it's called, but the thing in his neck that makes him the guardian, something, something like happened to cause it to malfunction so he now has like a little bit more free will i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um is that yeah i it was i actually did have to come back and like read reread a, a plot synopsis uh i read a couple pages of this and i was like oh man i really forgot a lot about this yeah i know but but it's very it's very interesting um I think that pretty much catches us up. The we we do need to say also that Essen has started doing the thing that Alabaster was doing of when she uses magic part of her turns to stone. Yes, which we've seen demonstrated here with her breast and previously it happened with her arm when she saved everybody in the geode when she saved the calm. Luke, I'm glad we've arrived here. I'm glad we've arrived here, actually, because this is the first question I have for you. Okay. How how long does it take before before you stone your dongle, so to speak? Mm. What are you What are you getting rid of? How long before you're like, you know, I need to be able to walk, and my dongle, it, you know, it's fine. I'm, it's nice to have, but I don't want to die, so I need to keep my legs, unfortunately. So the dongle's going to get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, Do you get what I'm saying? Do I need I, to so rephrase I, this at all? I d- no, I get it. I I was going to ask you a similar question, but a little bit more generalized. Mm. Um about kind of kind of ranking where you would where you would prioritize. Okay, I mean <sighs> Sure, we could do the same thing. Obviously, ears are going pretty early. Uh, 
Right, of right. course. Like I feel of like course. right ear, left ear, one, two. Um, it sounds it, it, like anything structural is staying as long as possible, right? Well, Luke, Luke, your beepus is kind of not structural, right? I think uh, this is that's what, that's I'm tipping my hand a little bit here. I don't know, man. I think I'm giving away a hand or two before I'm going beepus. I so keep in mind that you're you're thinking of the scenario that you would be in in this case, which is like a season. Okay. I, All right. I feel like it's it's gone. I feel like it's gone. Honestly. Yeah, okay, but. Let's also say in this scenario, you can do magic. Okay. And so, I mean, that's kind of cool. And you don't need your hands to do <laughs> this magic, right? You don't need your hands to do this magic. Wait, wait, but okay. But keep in mind, every time you use, it seems like every time you use magic, like another piece is turning to stone. Is that is that your interpretation? This is my interpretation. Yes, yes, it is. So you gotta save your, you gotta save it until the last, right? You gotta save it until it's like, oh, well, I gotta do some magic here because I don't have a hand because I wanted to keep my beepus because I like having my beepus. <laughs> You're telling me it would go? Okay, hold on, because it sounds like this is in their top five of things to go, and I don't think it would make my top five. I think it's. I what's think it's in your top, top five? Easy, what's actually. in your top five? Tell me what's in your top five. Um. Okay. I. So I think Essen makes a good choice, right? Like, if 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 that's an option for me, You're then sure. I think anything that's like just like, like not muscular or skeletal, I think is going first. Okay. So Luke. So like. So like ears. Sure. If that. If that's. If that's counting. Um, breasts for sure. I don't think uh, you or I have the choice of breasts, unfortunately. Well, I think that it's more, it's Matt. So we might have to do both for one. You know what I mean? Like a two for one. You're saying we have to do a two for one. Oh. I've got a little bit of something there. I don't... <laughs> okay. All right. I just don't know if it's enough material. Like I'm concerned it would get into the muscle. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm saying two for me or like or like two two in a butt cheek maybe a butt cheek yeah okay how often are you sitting a lot i think (laughs) i'm sitting right now i'm not giving up one of these cheeks (laughs) okay okay all right fine are we counting Um, ears individually i feel like we have to group them together because if we're talking like i think ears are one I think ears are one because I don't together have a lot of or ear. one. Yeah, I don't have a lot of ear. Let's right. Let's so we, we need a unit of measurement here. Actually, well, this is an um, issue if we're going to talk about. This is an issue if we're going to talk about at what point the beepus goes because we're we would essentially be trying to provide a unit of measure for this, and I don't think it's that kind of pod, Luke. No, it's not. Um, yeah, I think that I think that ears count as one. I think that, I think that, uh, I think breasts could count as I one think that, for us, but you have to, do I think both. breasts count as one, yeah. but you have to do, yeah, you have to do both for one. Um, honestly, Beepus might be number three. Oh no. What, what, give me your ranking actually. I think we're the same for one and two. 
We're the same uh-huh. for one and two. Although I, I will say I think breasts would go first because if we're not talking about muscular mm, here, yeah. um, I mean, I don't okay, care. good point. Okay, so breasts would go first, then ears. Oh, I don't. I might, I might let the toes go. Honestly. Okay, now we have to ask how many toes. I think all the toes on one foot feels fair. Five, five is one. I think okay. five counts for one, because I, I can't think of anything else here, and I really want to, and I'm struggling, and I feel like the toes. How much are your toes? Oh, your toes are kind of important, aren't they? They're very important, actually, yeah. Oh, are we on number three already, though? What else could we do? It's cr- <laughs> Honestly, what I'm learning is that uh, a lot of important body parts. <laughs> what about both like, pinkies? What about both pinkies? Can I don't know if that? you have that much control. I feel like uh, that's tough. I do okay. Half a hand. Can we go half a hand? Half a hand. But like the core and half hand kind, you know, not like not like the top half or the bottom half. I mean, like cut it in the middle. Cut it in the middle. Because I think I would for sure do that um, before the beepus. I would give up half my hand. Okay. So so you you're not you're down to let's say you're down to thumb and forefinger. Ooh, can I get middle? Can you give me no, thumb, because if you're because thumb thumb is it punches above its weight. So you if you're counting thumb as one, you can only get two. <sighs> Luke, <laughs> I can't do that. You know I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do just two. I'm sorry. I th- this is this is how it works. It's useless. I can't hold like a bow staff with only two fingers with a finger a and a thumb. Staff, I can't says. hold a bow staff. I got to fight. But you could with the middle finger. Yeah, I could with three. I could with my middle, my forefinger and my thumb. But if I can't hold a bow staff, I feel like I have to do. Oh, no, Luke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ah, I hate that this has to be third. If, if mm. the options, the options are not good. This sucks. I hate this. Right. Because the thing is, any, like, any, like, I don't know, musculature is going to be very problematic. What about nose? Like, take it. We've not considered nose. And here's the thing. We've already mutilated our ears. Okay. I feel like getting rid of the nose is a fair exchange. Okay. And I think it's a close one for me. This this is actually close. Because on the one hand, it's like my nose, I like it. It makes my face look a little better. Not having one would be mm-hmm. a problematic. But on the other hand, if part of the reason having a nose is nice is like, I don't know, maybe I could find a, a lady who likes my face. And Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, here's... If you're going to, like... Why are you keeping the beepus then if you're going to lose the nose? Because it's nice. Because I like having one. Because, <laughs> Luke, it makes life nice, okay? One, obviously there is some utility to it, of course, right? Of course. You could pee standing up really I... easily. It's nice. If there's a fire, okay. you can put the fire out, okay? That's just practical. Okay, sure. But aside yeah. from I mean... that, 
There's, you know, Luke, there are some things in life that just make it a little bit better. And if we're here, just if we're here on this earth, just to survive until we die, I don't want to be here, you know? Okay. Okay. Good point. Um, uh, it really is. It's a tough. I say my nose goes. Tough sell. Nose goes for me. I'm done with it. I'm okay. number four, I think might have to be the Beebus. Okay. I think that's I think that's good. I I think I think I'm keeping the nose, but uh, the the mechanisms it, we get a little bit questionable now about. So I won't go into detail, but Hoa eats her arm. Yeah, this is where I was. This is where I kind of wanted to go. Is like, what do you think Hoa's response is to this? All right, dude, you re- really, man, like. You knew I was going to eat it, and you were like, is this a joke to you? Is this a joke? Yeah. Actually, so I think that we need to talk a little bit about the the stone eaters eating their body parts when they turn to stone. Yeah, okay. So it seems to be like extremely valuable in some way that we don't quite know. They have like a to, reverence to, to it. Yeah. And and I think it's Hoa that says that it's not like it's not like life sustaining or anything. Yes. Yes. It's not critical for their for their survival or yes. anything. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what it actually does, but my criticism is it must be so good. Mm-hmm. It must be so tasty. Yeah, I feel like who is not savor like who is not savoring it as much as I would have expected. Oh, like okay, we hear a little bit about Hoa's theory on I think why why Steel is like hanging out with Nassen, and it's his theory is basically he's just trying to like trick her into becoming Stone, right? Correct. Which is like a whole lot of effort for me to have dessert right so it's got to be it's got to be it's got to be delicious it's got to be the best dessert yeah yeah Mm, well okay hold on i do want to pause here you're saying it's a whole lot of effort what else is steel doing Mm, this is a good point (laughs) like it's not like he has a job he's putting off to do this thing you know what i mean right he doesn't have like he, he's not taking PTO to get <laughs> Nassen to become a delicious, delicious snack for him. Okay. Fair point. Mm. But let's say, but but I, I see your point of he is putting in some effort. Like he is staying with this person to make it happen. So like it's got to be pretty good. Um, yeah. And you're saying Hoa doesn't appreciate it enough. I think he's pretty Luke, this I mean, okay, okay. It's it's he's very like verbally appreciative, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say. I just feel like he eats her arm really quickly. Right. Right, right. right. Well, Luke, maybe this is one of those things where you have to like ingest it quickly to get the flavor correct, right? Like if you let it linger too long, it just burns, right? It's just burning. It just okay. tastes like we're getting back to the whiskey rant we did two weeks ago, but like 
maybe there is a way to consume it that makes it taste good. Okay. And that's why he takes his time. He's like, I know I'm only going to have a few seconds with this, but it's going to be heavenly. It's going to be full of bliss. Okay. Okay. This is a good point. We're also assuming, I'm also assuming a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I'm assuming that it's eating like we do, where most of the enjoyment comes from just like the the taste, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe his just once it, it's it's much more enjoyable because it makes his his belly happy, you know. Well, we also, you know, this isn't about life sustaining essence, right? This isn't like keeping him alive. Maybe his digestive system is just so different. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's all tongue. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like. Okay. He doesn't eat anything. It's not like there's a stomach and small intestine and large intestine we're dealing with here. Maybe it's just a big tongue and then it goes through his tube and at one point it just, I don't know, disintegrates into his body. Cause, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know. I don't want to think about them pooping. but Or maybe not even that. Maybe he kind of chipmunks it. You ever think about that? Ooh, okay. He's like he's store he's storing it in his cheeks. You're saying? Yeah, he's kind of saving it for later, and then when Essen's all gone, he's gonna pull out the pieces and make a cool little statue. Be like, thank you. That was fun. <laughs> that was a fun little game we played. Okay, okay. This is yeah. This is a good point. You're right. I was making too many assumptions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Could be anything. Can we circle back for just half a second, though? Sure. Essen talks about how she considers shunting this magic to her hair. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Is that... If that's an option, is that not always the option? Okay, hang on. Are you saying because your hair regrows? Yeah, just like grow your hair way out, have a bunch of hair, and then be like, all right, I'm going to shunt <laughs> it to my hair again. <laughs> I get that in this instance, in this instance, it didn't work because it was like she'd never get it there in time. Maybe if you have enough hair, right? Like it sounded like there isn't enough points of access for her hair where her scalp would turn to stone before it would work. Maybe if you've got enough hair, it's like, oh, yeah, all my hair is now stone. Enjoy (laughs) licking this off me like a cat, Hoa. Please go to town. (laughs) Okay, this is a, this is a good point because I mean not just hair, right? There's other parts of of you that regrow. So like my fingernails and toenails. Oh yeah. The outer level the outer layer of your skin. <laughs> just just hey guys, for like a couple days I'm going to be stuck here because Hoa needs to <laughs> lick this off of me. Hoa's licking you like a cat. Yeah. Hoa needs to lick yeah. the layer of skin off that I turned to stone. It's fine. I'm going to come out looking. I'm going to come out with the smoothest skin you've ever seen in your life. It's going to be baby soft. Ah, ooh. This actually, hang on, because this could be an excellent skincare routine. A little exfoliation. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It okay. al- <laughs> I'm realizing it also poses a strange question of like, does your sweat count? Ooh. Like your hair, I guess, is your dead cells. 
So sweat doesn't really... What if I just get a bunch of blood? What if I just take a bunch of blood out of me and keep it in a bucket? And I'm like, oh, I need to turn this to stone so I can do my magic. <laughs> keep it in a bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep... A, well, it's all my cells, right? What Does it have to be touching me for it to work? Okay, I'll put my hand in the bucket when I want to do some magic <laughs> and turn the bucket to stone. Okay, at this point, you're you're the the freak, <laughs> just walking around with a bucket of your own blood. Well, I mean, origins are already. I, kind you're, of... you're you're out of the group, Dan. You're out of the group. <laughs> yeah, but I could do cool magic. No, I don't care. Yeah, Luke, I don't care. Come on, it's like literal blood magic. Okay, come on, let me in. Uh, that's a good point. Okay, okay, it's all about branding, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm still I'm I think I'm sticking with the exfoliation um if if that's an option. I think it is. I think that's fair. Okay, fine. 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 Let's let's leave this behind. We've talked about this for enough. Let's go back to the stone eaters. <laughs> I'm trying to understand with the stone eaters. Can they just like teleport anywhere? It seems like it. They, I mean, I don't know about like anywhere, anywhere, but pretty far, pretty far. And it seems like extremely quickly. Yes. That. Why do they walk anywhere? Why? So the issue I have with this, the thing I'm trying to figure out. Essen is like, man, I really I miss my daughter. I got to get to her. I got to help her. But how am I going to do mm-hmm. it? I can't leave these people behind. Like. I don't know. I don't even know where she is. And Ho is like, hey, I know where she is. She's like, yeah, but I can't leave these people behind. How am I going to even do this? And it's like, Hoa literally just teleported her across the continent to see her dead husband's grave. And it's like, just take me to her. Just let me pop out for a lunch break. I'll go grab my daughter and then we'll bounce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? What's stopping that? It's a good... It's a good question. I I don't think that there's much like mechanically stopping that. Okay. Beyond like Hoa knows where she, or they they know where Nasan is at a certain point in time and they and they don't go. I mean, I think part of it is just after she moves away, they don't know where she is. Um but I would I think it's a little bit more of like emotionally am I ready to go do this? Okay. Okay. I think that's fair. The only explanation I was coming up with is that Hoa and Steel aren't good buddies and Steel might just fuck up his shit. The, okay, this is also a, this is also a good option because um I, I we don't know if they're if like if stone eaters can like play defense or something <laughs> right yeah right right like maybe steals out there constantly like goaltending hoa tries right. to hoa tries to pop up we get a little whack-a-mole going on exactly exactly okay could be very dangerous yeah actually yeah maybe you're super vulnerable kinda... when you teleport yeah i don't know they don't seem vulnerable often at all true i agree it's weird these these guys are weird huh <laughs> they're pretty weird yeah 
Yeah. Um, can they only take one person at a time? I'm guessing. I think so. So I don't think so because Steel offers to bring Nassen and Shafa directly to the city, and Nassen is like, no, because I think he'll just leave Shafa. I think he'll just drop Shafa off underground and bounce. Right. I mean, that, so this is why I thought that maybe they can't do it because I thought it would be like the plan would be take one at a time. And oh, oh, I see. I hadn't thought. I mean, about I, that. I I don't actually know if it matters a ton, um, except if if you're like if a group of buddies, if if Essen has some some friends that she wants to take somewhere. <laughs> All at the exact same time, right? Right. It's all we all just hold hands, and Hoa transports us wherever, right? I mean, she's talking about leaving, and who's who might come with her, mm-hmm. which is like Tonky, I think is her name. Yes. Uh, the doctor potentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you have a destination in mind, Hoa. Just we're just teleporting. It's pretty easy, it seems. Right. Also, I get that you're worried about them following you and you don't want that. Just teleport there. You don't even have to bring them. Right. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Be like, oh, I guess I got to start searching everywhere. I guess I just got (laughs) to start walking in an ever-increasing circle until I find this person. (laughs) No. Problem solved immediately. I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe it's awkward. It's an awkward ask, you know? Mm. Like when you ask someone for a favor, but you're like a little bit uncomfortable with it. Oh, I mean, yeah, I imagine that's a big part of it, especially because like the process is pretty uncomfortable. Right. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm just trying to grasp it at why you would not be using the teleportation thing more. Right. Like literally all the time. Literally all the time. Right. Like, Hey, what's the, what's the, what's the view like from, uh, the Arctic? Let's go, go check it out. Let's oh. go. Yeah. Let's go take a look. Just real quick. <laughs> hey, no. hey, we're really short on food right now. Hoa, can you maybe teleport me into the food stores of a con that's doing really well and we'll just grab whatever we want and then teleport out? That'd be cool. <laughs> Thanks, Hoa. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, it seems be, like a pretty pretty flexible, flexible power. Flexible, useful. Uh, you wouldn't have to use any of your erogeny. You wouldn't have to use any of your mm-hmm. magic powers because it's literally just getting hoa to teleport you places pretty cool right maybe i mean i maybe there's some cost to hoa to do this i haven't really seen any and he seems fairly willing to do it for like pretty pretty like not urgent reasons so i don't think so but right like dude i literally gave you my arm and my breast teleport me somewhere cool please right right and you didn't even need it. You, I gave it to you because it was good, because you thought it would be nice. I gave it to you. I didn't give it to you because you were starving. I and my friends are starving. Teleport us to get us some food, please. <laughs> oh, well, uh, 
Yeah. I do like Hoa though. Yeah, we do like Hoa. We of course we like Hoa. He's had a he seems like a good guy thing, stone eater. <laughs> so, okay, so can we briefly talk about the the interludes? Yes. I have been assuming that this this is the stone eaters. Is that correct? That's my assumption as well. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Yeah. Okay. I I assumed or I thought that and was like very confident in it and then they like started being described a little bit more and I don't know. Well, they're all I got short. a little bit worried that they're all short. Um they also have like the same eyes as the guardians, I mm-hmm. think. Yep. Yep. But I don't I didn't get the sense that they were like stone though. Mm. Well, I think there's a transformation that's about to happen with them. Okay. Right? Like this thing that is building up for these flashbacks that they're doing where they're going to start up this engine. I think is going to have some pretty dramatic transformative things on these people whatever it okay. is and I, I i do think that we're getting the flashbacks of how the stone eaters were made and their origins yeah and i i still think so as well um and i i actually now that you say that i do i do realize that it's probably just like something is going to cause them to become stone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pretty but cool I, mm, would you be would, cool. would you become stone what are your thoughts <laughs> If I keep my beepers, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of becoming stone, though, Luke. Did we assume a little too quickly that this was Jija's corpse? Um, Everybody shows up. They're like, hey, pretty sure the Origins did something terrible here. Look at this person-shaped pile of rocks. Uh, and Essen's like, oh, that's Jija. Shoot. Oh, no. But like everyone else in the town, how do they know that? What we assume right off the bat that they've turned them to a pile of valuable rocks of precious stone. Right. No, this is an arts and crafts project. This is like draw your favorite dad. And they like it went in the stones. They got some like little buttons and shiny bits of rock. And they were like, look, I'm going to make my daddy in this pile. And they just did a great job. <laughs> Why are you automatically assuming they turned him into rocks? Okay. Okay. I see your point. Sure. They're at a school for children. <laughs> this is totally an arts and crafts project. I mean, I agree. I think that if I was, th- if I was in their case, it's not what I would assume. If I like came up and there is a like jumble of rocks, and if I looked at it closer, I'd be like, oh, this kind of looks like... This guy I know as like a collection of rocks. I would think that it was like a mosaic situation. Yeah. Although, well, so how many days would have to go by before you start to reconsider, you know? I mean, what I... Because he's not around anymore. Is it a time... He's not around. around He hasn't been coming by any any time recently. Yeah. How many days? Like a week? Uh, Is it a week before you go back to the pile of rocks and you're like, this is too good of a job. They did too good. <laughs> uh, I don't no know. I this. think that I 
I th- okay, here's the question actually. Do do you do you start sifting through it? The pile of, of rocks. Oh god. <sighs> keep in mind keep in mind at the beginning, maybe you don't know that it's actually uh-huh. him. <laughs> I think I would, yeah. I think I would. I think I would too. Now Luke, why would you? Because I know why I would start sifting through it. Can you tell me why you would start sifting through it? I mean, it's just like out of curiosity. I'd be like, oh, what are, what are these, what are these rocks? I, See, I don't, I don't know if there's necessarily a deeper reason beyond that. I'm sifting through it even after I'm pretty sure my hypothesis is that they turned him into stone. I'm sifting through it because okay. I'm like, how'd they do on the organs? They get these right. Ooh. What do these look like? What, how'd they do for the spleen? They get his spleen right? What does that look like? And I'm pulling off a layer. I'm pulling this off a top layer and being like, what does the inside look like? <laughs> this is interesting because depending on depending on the accuracy mm-hmm. and, the, and I think the, the resolution, yeah. right? the size of the stones... Could be a could be a pretty like, put this in the med school. Uh, pretty useful, actually. Yep, just like the slices. You see a bunch of slices of what's a what is it? a little bodies exhibit, right? Or even like final final exam of year of year two is you have to you have to put it together. Final exam of year two, they shake up all the rocks and they say put them back <laughs> into a body shape. But you got to do it correctly. You right? got to do it right. It's like a big puzzle. Here's a bunch of rocks. This is a person. Go. <laughs> I think it's a honestly, I great exam. No, this is awful. This is a nightmare. I okay. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Sure, it's it's very immoral. I would agree. Okay. However, if we're if we're if we're talking about it in terms of. Is it a well-designed test for an anatomy class? Yeah, I think so. No, okay, Luke, I think we're, okay, no. Because when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking of a lot of little tiny rocks, a lot of small rocks. And the problem here is like, it's just, yeah. how how are you going to do this with a lot of really small rocks? Because it's just color. Now, if it's like, if it's like big like a rock is your spleen and a rock is your small intestine. That makes sense to me. That is a fine exam if you're like, here's the small intestine rock. And it's like a big chunk that looks like a small intestine. <laughs> that works. But if it's like a bunch of like, I don't know, penny sized rocks. I'm like, I can't. I don't know what the color. I don't. Why do I have to know the color of someone's small intestine so I can find the right rock? This doesn't relate at all. Mm, okay. Sure. It's it's a little too hard, you're saying. Yeah, it's way too hard and not related to, like, actual insides of a person's body anymore. Okay. Because they're rocks. Okay. Okay, okay sure. The In that case, uh, ahead of time, we're, we're gluing together all of the pieces that make up the small intestine to make it like what you're saying. Okay, so now this would work very well, I think. This would be a fantastic teaching and, tool. And to get rid of the to get rid of the immorality of it, uh, this is what donating your body to science is in this world. Ooh, yes. Here's the other thing, Luke. They all assume, they all assume he was murdered in this way. Mm-hmm. 
hey, my dad just died. How can I make this? How can I memorialize him in the best way possible? I'm going to turn him into a bunch of valuable gemstones in a cool mosaic. I'm going to pull a brawn. Like brawn from Aragon. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Okay, good point. point. I will say a little bit disrespectful. Honestly, actually, disrespectful in general to just leave him scattered. Yeah, but it's art. Like just a jumble. It's art, Luke. It's just art. He's become art. Player at... Play play it as she lies. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yep. Like that's where he fell. So that's where he's okay. gonna be. Okay. It's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I will say. I'd like that. I think. Make me a pile of nice rocks. How 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 valuable are the rocks? The thing is, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that valuable because the person who's up there isn't taking any of them. Well, also, like, in in the context of this world and how it is at this moment, how could a rock be valuable? Like, who are you selling, like, an emerald to? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. No one. Nobody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, my 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 last note that I have is about the the dead city yeah. that Nassen explores. Let's go there. Okay. So I I'll just talk about it a little bit, right? It's like a a a big crater essentially that housed an extremely large and densely populated city. Uh, I think Sh- I think Shafa says it. Ha- there were like billions plural of people living here. At least a billion. Yeah. Okay. At least a billion. Uh, that's a lot. First of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then it gets it gets destroyed by seemingly a one one of the like, what are they called? Uh, Obelisk. One of the, one of the obelisks crashing down, and like a a big burst of of lava comes out. Yes. What I have to ask for you is thoughts on the city and bus design that we hear about. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna get into the public transit of this city for a billion people. Did you see it? How it's like a bacteria. Yeah, it's like it's like it grows and then kind of opens up in a really gross way, but mm-hmm. then the inside is really nice. Yeah, it makes like a are squelchy. We, are we for this? I'm yeah. I'm curious why you called it a bus because it feels more like a train to me. Um okay, fair point. Yeah. I think I think I think train is probably because it's on like a little track that she talks about. Yeah, and I think hmm I don't know, because in the context of this city, I feel like it would fit really well. Because this city is like mm-hmm. a combination of grown materials and built metal kind of stuff. Yeah. And so this weird like bacterial fan cart thing might look really cool coming through like a jungle cruise looking scene. 
you know, like something out of a Disney ride. Right. Okay. Because, because like a lot of the city is made out of, I'm picturing a lot of like vines Mm -hmm. and most of the housing is like kind of organically grown. It seems. Yes. And from the flashbacks, that is what we see. It's a lot. It's very green. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel like a, like a germ. I realize that that's like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe this is bias of me and I'm, and I'm, and I'm projecting onto this. I just, I just think that germs look kind of ugly. <laughs> Whereas like, like generally like an Ivy covered house or like a, a house that's made out of like a live tree. That sounds really cool and looks neat. Mm-hmm. I think a germ is out of place here as a as a as a thing that's like moving through the city okay luke we've got to move a billion people and we want all of our trains to look unique and special so that everyone feels kind of whimsical when they get on a train after you design the like 2000th centipede or snake looking train okay you got to come up with something new at some point, you're gonna to get to bacteria because it's like you've got a million, we got a billion people to move around this city. I can't keep coming up with okay. new animals and plants to design this train. Okay, this one's this a bacteria. A, this, is, this is an excellent point. You've got to distinguish the different lines, right? If you're if you're like, I need to get to this place. How do I get there? Uh, you take the you take the train that looks like this that's it's a fair point okay okay you take the you take the slug train oh i can't believe i have to ride the slug train today yeah well you're trying to go downtown on a tuesday you got to take the slug train okay Oof. all right point rescinded i guess sure um good i'm glad i've beat you into submission with this luke um speaking of <laughs> speaking of beating something into submission we learn as Nassen is going through this city, she looks up and is like, oh, wait, I think I figured out what happened. The lava blasted up and an origin like protected the city. An origin like shoved it all up to make like a dome, you know, to make like a, what are those like chocolate, like a wonder ball. It's like a wonder ball. And inside is like the city. Mm, and it's just mm-hmm. like a chocolate shell that's covering the whole thing, right? Yeah. How <laughs> how disappointed was that origin who quote protected the city when it all just started baking? When it all just started cooking? <laughs> like imagine the scene. Everyone's on the streets. Everyone's on the streets. The the obelisk falls down. Lava's coming out. They're like, oh shit, we're all gonna die. And then an origin or two are like, no, we're not. I got this. Blast all the lava up. And it's like, oh yeah, we're saved. And then it slowly starts getting hotter <laughs> and hotter. And you're like, are you gonna do something about that? I mean, I it's gotta be pretty disappointed. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um uh Here's the here's the question actually. Uh-huh. I'm sur- do you think that they have like protocols for this type of thing? Mm. I mean it, I'm guessing not because because it didn't work. But 
I feel like if you have a city of a billion people mm-hmm. that is like underground and at this point I'm not a hundred percent sure if the like the seismic activity is the same as it is in like the modern time that we're reading about. I'm assuming not, but mm-hmm. I I would I I feel like you have a little bit of a something like this is the plan. Like if this happens, this is the this is our reaction. If this other thing happens, we do this other thing, right? Um so if it's like if it's these they don't have these plans and these these origins reacted like instinctively and this is what they do, I think I think good effort, sure. Um if this was the plan from the beginning of like if there's an eruption we create a dome i i don't <laughs> i don't know about that plan you know what i mean yeah okay i will say a couple things first i don't think they would plan for there to even be an eruption because we're getting all of these little uh summaries and like historical footnotes at the end of every chapter that are like hey Seasons should be way more common, but the origins that we keep murdering are stopping them all. So I think the origins in this city would be like stopping any kind of an eruption from happening. Um, Okay. And I think it's like kind of a lot to ask a city to prepare for this kind of a circumstance, right? It would be like, it would be like, Hey, what's your emergency preparedness plan for if a giant meteor is going to come and hit your city? How are you going to, how are you going to stop it? (laughs) Okay, sure. I mean, I, maybe it's because I'm used to, uh, reading like the rest of this, this story where eruptions and these kind of thing is super frequent. Maybe that's not the case in the time frame that, that the actual event took place though. Right. Like, especially considering we don't know what they use the obelisks for. Um, Mm -hmm. It sounds like after they did this seasons became more common. Um, And I will say Luke, I think that I think that it is reasonable to come up with a plan though because they built their city literally in the crater of a volcano so you gotta know yeah it's an option um and yeah they oh i don't i just don't know how you plan for that right yeah i yeah i i don't i don't know if you can i mean just like creating a shell maybe that's all you could do i'll 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 allow for that Uh uh-huh um you have to be like you when you're doing it you got to be like this is all i could do it's not gonna work though (laughs) we're getting a little pompeii situation uh we might buy you a few hours so right Mm. i at least like if you can again i don't know the capabilities if you're making a little shell let's try to make a doorway you know like (laughs) hey i'll buy you a couple hours Here's a space uh, that that some of some people can get out of. Mm-hmm. Maybe they did, Luke. We don't know. Maybe they did. It's true. Maybe they did. Yeah. I'd like to think so. I, you know, Luke. I think we're gonna find out more 
in the second half of this book. Uh, yeah, I think so too. So how about we, uh, how about we read it for next week? What do you think? <laughs> you think uh, great idea this next week. Thank you. Uh, so everybody out there, yeah. let's finish the book for next week. Uh, we'll bring the hot takes and be the dumb nerds. Yeah.